This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. This is Optimal Startup Daily, episode 952, Perfect Marketing Emails, by Dennis Berry of dennisberry.com. And welcome back to another episode of Optimal Startup Daily. So happy to have you here with me today on this Wednesday as I read to you from another great business and entrepreneurship blog. This time, Dennis Berry of DennisBerry.com. And I'll tell you a little bit about him after the post. So let's get to it now as we optimize your life. Perfect Marketing Emails by Dennis Berry of DennisBerry.com. Today, we are going to discuss the best copywriting tips for perfect marketing emails. Before I start though, please note, these are awesome strategies for really diving deep into crafting a perfect email. But at the end of the day, this is the simple formula. A marketing email is basically a five-step sales funnel. Subject line to open. Open to headline. Headline to body text. Body text to CTA. And CTA to click. We want to keep that formula in mind as we craft our message. That being said, let's dive into some great copywriting strategies, which I've divided into three parts. Subject line, email copy, and call to action, or CTA. Get these down and you will increase your conversion rates and your revenue guaranteed. One, scroll stopping bad subject line. It all starts with an eye-popping scroll stopping subject line. Without it, the rest of this doesn't matter because our email won't get opened. It needs to be clear, emotional, and actionable, like asking them to do something, but not necessarily always asking them to do something. It also needs to be clear about what they might be called to do if they open the email. For example, StubHub sent an email saying, don't miss the Red Hot Chili Peppers next month. They could have also said, buy your tickets for Red Hot Chili Peppers now. Both are actionable, and if you like the chilies, you're going to open that email. Another tip is to evoke emotion with something like, how seven-figure businesses write their marketing emails. This is way more effective than how to write marketing emails. See the difference? If you're a struggling five or six-figure business wondering why your email marketing campaigns aren't working, you are going to open that email to see how to become a seven-figure business. The best way to evoke emotion is with life's biggest stressors, usually finance, romance, and health. If you can strike a chord with one of those, you're more likely to be seen. The last thing to mention when talking about great subject lines is to make it personal whenever possible. Did you know studies say that 60% of opened emails are segmented and targeted? Generalized emails have much lower open and response rates. For example, if you're a job recruiter, you wouldn't send a real estate company email to a web developer or marketing executive. Make sense? Two, bad email copy. We're not just writing pretty words here. It needs to easily connect all the dots and keep the reader engaged because we only have one to two seconds before they decide whether to continue reading or not. Now, we really need to tie in the action and emotion from the subject line with the body of the email. If we have two separate vibes, they are gone quickly, or at least they won't take the action you'd like later on in the process. So we want to capture them with something compelling, like, if you want to see the Red Hot Chili Peppers next month, you better act quickly because there are limited seats available. 
Don't miss out. Now they're checking their calendars to see if they can go and if they have enough money in their bank account so they can buy the tickets before they sell out. You also want to have a Red Hot Chili Peppers logo there, which is perfect because it is red, which evokes more fire and emotion. This is all science and psychology. It's fun stuff. Now we keep them moving down the page with more ways that taking the action you want them to take is going to radically transform their lives or the lives of their potential clients or customers. Does that make sense? Please pay attention to that. The goal, at least in a B2B setting, isn't always necessarily to solve their problem. It is how you can solve their customers' problems, which will bring them more customers and ultimately solve their problems. Hopefully that makes sense. That is more sales psychology. Next, we want to direct the email to how we can help them rather than how they can help us. This is called writing in the second person. If I am writing how they can help me, it falls on deaf ears. They don't care. They have problems. The email should have lots of you, your, and yours in it rather than me, I, and mine. Thank you for registering with StubHub. We look forward to sharing amazing offers for you to enjoy events in the future. Your account email is 123xyz at xmailserver.co. As a StubHub customer, you will get these amazing benefits. What do people like talking about and hearing about more than anything in the world? Themselves. So the more we can do that and keep them engaged during each stage of the process, the more likely they will do business with you. The last thing I want to mention about the bad email copy is to use your language. Be brief, be friendly, be personable, even lovable if possible, but speak your language. If you try to speak somebody else's language, it'll backfire at some point because you want to build your tribe by being authentic, but in a language that they will understand. If they don't understand your language and never come back, that's okay because not everybody will love you and that's okay. And if they do decide to do business with you and then find out you're not who you represent yourself as, they will leave anyway, which ends up causing difficulty and can actually damage your reputation. And three, bad call to action, CTA. Now that they've read this far, that means you've at least piqued their interest. So we don't want to stop there. We need to follow through with a specific call to action. I'm sure you wrote this email for a reason. What was it? To get them to sign up for a class? To buy a product? to sign up for a newsletter, to follow you on social media. Whatever it is, we want to provide them with a clear, concise, simple-to-use path to do that. Ideally, we would even want to tell them that in the beginning of the letter too somehow, but more subliminally, because we don't necessarily want to try to sell them up front. It might scare them off. Action steps for the week. One, start making small changes each day or week. You can't do it all at once, but make a start. Two. If you don't know what you're doing, hire a developer on Fiverr or Upwork for a few bucks. It will pay dividends. And three, ask your friends and family for reviews or testimonials. It will be well worth the effort. You just listened to the post titled Perfect Marketing Emails by Dennis Berry of dennisberry.com. When it comes to hiring, don't go searching for the one. Just meet your match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. And one of the things I really love about Indeed is that it filters out those incompatible applicants. 
So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash startup. So just go to indeed.com slash startup right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash startup. Terms and conditions apply. And thank you to Dennis, whose first sales job was 25 years ago. And that is where he learned about sales psychology and found it fascinating. One day, he realized he was working 60 plus hours a week and making 25% of what his bosses were making. And they only worked 30 hours, had more vacation, and had nice cushy offices. He knew then that he had to build his own business and his own success at any cost. He has been a coach and consultant since 2005, but in 2006, he started a rare coin business, which he quickly scaled to seven figures and which would change his life forever. Over the last 15 years, he's helped hundreds of entrepreneurs start, build, and scale businesses to six to seven figures and doesn't plan on ever stopping. So come by dennisberry.com to learn a lot more. And again, a big thank you to Dennis for letting us share his work. Okay, that's gonna wrap up our episode today. I do hope you enjoyed it and that you'll be back again with me tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.